And on a Sunday, my ticket is a one-way I'm about to play in the sky I always knew you'd make it one day Today was such a fun day Yeah, 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 Wazzy Circus Radio. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by WazzyCircus.com and LearnToSkydiveAustin.com. Um, sometimes you meet people in your life who have an impact on you. Sometimes you meet people who have an impact on the community around you. My guest today showed up from California about five, six years ago and changed the game for Central Texas free flying. Um, ever since Mr. Steve Downey came into our lives, he took us from two and three-way and four-way jumps to 22-way sequentials that are just mind-blowing. Uh, one of the coolest guys I know, welcome Steve Downey. Hey, thanks for having me, man. No doubt. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. That was, uh, man. Thanks, man. No doubt, man. Love. <laughs> Seen Chronicles, Chronicles Two? No, I don't think I've seen it. Are they good? It's good. Everybody should watch Chronicles Two. Chronicles Two. Uh, how, how, how will we find those old movies? They're on YouTube. Okay. Chronicles Two is on YouTube, and you watch it. it and what crew is that? It's a mi it's a mix. It's like all it's Olaf, Charles Bryant, you know, the Free Fly Clowns, and then there's uh, you know an Alaska John and the Fly Boys, and it's it's a it was a cool crew. It was it was the it was the best flyers in the world at the time, and they got together and made these videos. And it was so I wore wore out my tape and right. spot. So <laughs> we used to just rewind those Lodi sequentials and rewind them and rewind them and rewind them. Yeah, like, yeah man. Um, who were the other two Flyboys? It was Eli Thompson, Fritz Fenner, Fritz, okay, and uh, Mike Ortiz. Mike Ortiz, and you, that's where you got a bunch of coaching from. And you fell in. I got one. you weren't coaching. One or two. Yeah, my Mike was. And they're all, they are their own style. Mike mm -hmm. was just retarded what he could do in the sky. Just, His, yeah, he was. And Eli's helicopter was second to none. Yeah. And, and the way that Fritz would fly, the film was pretty sick. He, was, he had a weird style to himself. And he, I mean, it was, it was impressive dude. watching those dudes. Yeah, I remember watching Eli helicopter while Mike is back carving around him. Yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. I, I saw that in X Games when I was just starting to skydive and I was going, how is he doing that? Fuck. And he doesn't stop. Mike no. tracks away in the video I saw. He's still spinning, dude. Yeah, I was, his, it, yeah. Yeah, I was. So Chronicle 2, where was that shot? Was that in? In Eloy. Eloy. It's all in, I think it's pretty much all in Eloy. And uh, there's jump and jump and jump. Then the footage is so cool. Yeah, I can't wait to watch it. How do you how do you feel about Eloy? When's the last time you've been to Eloy? I love Eloy. Yeah. It's magical. It was not the love. It's yeah. Because for me that's kinda where that's where the, all this was, you know, kinda came up, you know. Mm -hmm. Like that was and that was a story we got is it, it kinda started there with with Olaf and that crew and it blossomed there and okay. and California and Florida. So it came from Eloy. Well, I don't know. 
I'm sure, mean, there's some, I'm sure there's some. I don't Florida know the whole history, like, but it was yeah. that was that was you know Olaf and Charles, the Free Fly Clowns, Charles Bryant and that crew, you know, and Mike Swanson and yeah. John Devore. Shout out Mike Swanson, Red Bull Air Force. Yeah, man. Yeah. So those guys were the guys that were like killing it, you know, and then it spread from there. So yeah, and Paris. It was Paris and Ely was kind of like the Free Fly meccas. Man, <clears throat> um, Z Hills. Z Hills too, you know. Mm. There's a whole Florida scene with Colin Barry, or and they had a kind of crew, but it's again, there was no internet. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you know, there was now, so it was really you just a little bit of talking here or there, or, or when the competitions came. Right, because you wouldn't know what guys are doing. There no, no, there was no. It wasn't right. in nationals yet. Right. Free flying didn't get into the nationals. I actually competed in the first nationals event. Did you? The pickup team was it? Was it uh, Elsinore? Okay. And, uh, you know, Flyboys won. I think it was 1998. I put a pickup team together. And you were in the first Nationals for the free Intermediate flying. division. And we took um, bronze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah. Um, how, many, how many records do you hold? Do you know? It depends what you count. <laughs> I don't care if it's, it's been beat. You know what I mean? Like, oh, how many uh, records have you set? I think there's nine. 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 Yeah. A few sequential ones. I think three sequential head down records, two head up records, um, three head down world records, and uh, a night world record. I don't know if it counts or if if it's recorded anywhere. A night head down world record? A night head down world record. We did. That was probably one of the coolest things ever. Because we all had those uh, LEDs. So you were on that. You were on that jump. That's the yeah, jump. I was on that. And you guys did it during the day, and then you copied it at night. Yeah, and the yeah. video is exactly that is the probably the coolest shit ever. Yeah. It's that, unbelievable. It was so it looks, surreal. It looks fake. Probably the most scared I, I, I was was after we opened, uh-huh. and I couldn't find the drop zone. I thought uh-huh. they just dumped it. I'm like, they totally missed a spot. I'm looking everywhere. Scott of Chicago. Scott of Chicago. So and never jumped in right there. Ocean you know? of grass. And I didn't really know the, the, you know, the, the terrain as far as like the landmarks and roadways to see, okay, where I am. And I was looking around, looking around, and I had to go, oh, we're, so, we're in so much trouble. Because we're landing all these little canopies, and the, the, there was really no moon. So it was, pit, it was pitch black on the ground almost. And then finally I what looked down. Feeling. What a feeling. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was kind of scared. Because in the daytime, if you can't find the drop zone, you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And you're like, oh, there it is. Yeah, you could find something to land. Yeah, at but night, at night yeah. it's just inky black. It was black. And then, so, but right underneath me, I go, I'll, construction site, maybe I'll land right here. And then I went, oh, that's the drop zone. <laughs> <laughs> it, was right oh, under, right it was right underneath Spot me. on. Didn't look. Yeah. And I was like, oh, where is it? Yeah, it was weird. Because then you could see people, too, and their suits just scattered. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. How many were on that load? I don't know. It had to be 20 plus. Yeah, it was two planes. So it's yeah. 30, 40, it was 30, night way. I don't know. It's 30 something. So you guys can find this video on YouTube or something somewhere. Um, they have laced LEDs in their suits, like, correctly, not like taped on or anything. <laughs> right? They made suits. Yeah, I kind of went last minute, and what I did is I took this uh, tubing I got from Home Depot, and I pulled the lights through it. I wrapped it around my body, and I pulled my suit on over top. <laughs> and since, you know, I have a white suit. Right. Oh, so it just shined through for so you. So it, it came through pretty well, but it was 
it was, I looked like the Michelin man with this. Oh, right. Because my right. suit was kind of tight. And then the tubing was like inch and a Oh. So it was pretty uncomfortable. I it bet. Was, it was pretty weird. To, it was felt weird to get out, in and out of the plane. And But once you're in the sky, it kind of felt fine. But right. it was it was unbelievable. It was super So fun. he taped his shit together. <laughs> yeah. But mine worked. I yeah. did everybody else's were breaking because... You know the little connections, right? Right. That wind, you know, just oh, and yours was protected with was the tube up, and under the jumpsuit. I so that's it awesome. Perfect. But I saw some pretty intricate. Like there people spent some time plan. on their uh, suits. Dude, like Sarah Curtis had her helmet, and then she had the, them taped on, and then they were coming off, and it looked like Predator. You know, yeah, what I mean? with oh, them sick. coming down like dreadlocks. Yeah, that's and sick. they were in, and they they worked. Right. So she had oh. her helmet with these LED strips coming down. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Dude, it was, it, yeah, it was pretty cool, man. It was really. Yeah, so in the video, you, you'll see them get out of two otters, mm -hmm. right? And they build a badass head down sequential or formation. Yeah, we built a formation. We went, we went up and tried for a sequential uh -huh. record as well. Okay. But I don't think we got it. All right. And they build it, and then they do the exact same jump with everybody in the exact same slots at night with yeah. the same cameraman's angle. So they're able to jump between night and day on the shots of the video. Yeah, yeah. It is badass. It's pretty cool. I think it's Ben Nelson did that. Ben Nelson, yeah, shout yeah. out to Ben Nelson. That was that was a hell of a video, yeah, buddy. Yeah, it was his video. Yeah, it's cool. That is cool. So that's probably one of your coolest jumps. That yeah, that was definitely one of the more. Yeah, that was definitely one of the more memorable and cool, surreal things to do. Right. Night jumps always are. Right. You know. Right. They're. They're just... That's where I got these paintings from, man. It was night, doing night jumps and seeing the stars behind my friends. Were it, flying. It's like, man. Yeah. It's like you're in space. Yeah, but the, it, it's funny because night jumps are all... I mean, obviously there's, you know, an added element of danger. Right, yeah. But, and that's probably why we don't do them that much, you know. Uh, I think people can't wait to drink. It's hard, to let that, <laughs> it's hard to let that sun go down and wait. You know, you got to wait that hour, and the pilot doesn't want to wait. Think, you think our people in the sport have that big of a problem? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. It's man. only the new jumpers are like, night jumps. Everybody else is like, ah. Yeah. I think it's because you do them a few times, you realize that they're just more dangerous. Yeah. Um, you know. They are. I didn't. Especially been, when you're on a sub 100 canopy and there's other people in there. I mean, yeah. or even landing it, you know. You, right. I don't know. It, so I've never done any on the velo or anything. I had, I did them, we used to do them every weekend, that Sunday nights or the last Saturday night. Like, we'd do a yeah. jump, a night yeah. jump. It was like a big deal. Everybody get on glow sticks and shit. Uh, after a few, yeah, I guess it's, it's just risk versus reward that's what i mean it's it's yeah. cool but yeah you can fuck that up really bad yeah. and you land off or anything happens or you, yeah. my biggest fear is chopping because these parachutes oh, yeah. are expensive so yeah we had uh um dusty hanks chopped on that night record okay valkyrie oh. i mean that's thirty three hundred dollar canopy thirty three hundred dollar canopy and he never found it i don't know no not the it, next dude, day cornfields yeah by the time yeah you ain't finding that I mean, yeah. Even if it lands in cornfields in the daytime, I mean, now we got drones, it's probably way easier, but in general. Right. Dude. Flying around burning av fuel doesn't, yeah. And I, I, I think it disappears in there. Have you ever lost a canopy? No. Okay, I've lost a free bet. My first, <laughs> my first cutaway, I threw both handles. <laughs> I still chuck my handle. Do you? I've, all, I've only, I don't know. I think I, <laughs> 
Fuck it. And I, on, on AFF, I chuckled. I don't know why I just chuckled. Them. Like, you know what I mean? I got more important things. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, man, weird, well, weird thing. Last last cutaway, not the last one, but one of the last ones. I a camouflage rig, multicam, you know. Right. Chuck my handle, but since I had RSL, it actually uh, my cutaway pulled it, so it's pulling my reserve handle, and it, it was already caught. out. So I guess I stopped right way, so that it, the cable is still stuck in there, and I let go of it, so it was kind of dangling. Right. And uh, it fell off at some point during the canopy ride. Right. And Steve Curtis loves to forage out there and find every stuff. He's like, okay, where? look at your video and see if you could tell where you flew. Right. And I'll try and find your handle. So I'm f- figuring it out, looking down at my path and all that. But then I notice as I'm coming to land, it was dangling in the shadow something was dangling in the shadow right i figured out it was my handle and then i so i backed up the video did a circle of where i landed i text I, I sent him a message with the picture in the circle at night he drove out there and pulled right up to the spot found my handle in the middle of the desert with multi-cam wow color you know at eloy at eloy eloy man so I chucked my handles. <laughs> I chucked my handles. I chucked them once, and it, it, and my lost my free bag. It ended up being a six hundred dollars skydive, seven hundred dollars skydive to replace everything. Never let a handle go again. No, actually, the last cutaway I kept my handle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> tick tick, stuffed them shit to your shirt. Yeah, I kept. Very expensive, especially if you have anything written on them. Well, I actually my rig before I ordered extra handles. Did you? When I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because you chuck your handles. Because I did. I know more I important have. shit to do. More so important if shit I know I'm do. gonna have to order them anyway after I throw them. Right. <laughs> how many cutaways you got? How many chops? Probably like five. Okay, six. That's I don't know. How many jumps? Total? I think I said thirty-five hundred this 35. past week. Okay, or a little over. Yeah. Right on. Right on. Um, but those are all sport, no work jumps. That's all, about right. All yeah. sport jumps. Yeah. What was your first malfunction? Bag lock. Bag lock? Yeah. Just streamer? Yeah. And it's easy, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of like, cool, you look up, you just pull a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah. And I used to pull up super, I might still do pull high, but I used to pull super high. Like, they break off at four or five. And if we we're on a three or four way, you know, right. you, I'd do that dead salmon flop that people do. <laughs> <laughs> and just roll over I'm like alright cool I'm good yeah I'm, yeah, I'm four right. grand so I was under reserve by like 3300 feet my first time okay you know <laughs> do you uh, sky hook no I got a I have one coming I got a vector coming okay so I got a sky hook coming did you have vector use your mod on your rig or have them com- include tabs for the butt bungee the thing the butt bungee thing <laughs> no I didn't yeah. ask him yet I think I'm gonna might I might hit them up. And what do you think? Them. You like it? I dig it. It looks like it makes sense. I it thought does. it was actually silly Mirage at first. came out with that. Mirage has as a feature. Oh, they do. Yeah, I didn't know. I actually, I made that up in my brain. Right. And I asked Rory, you know, to, hey, can you sew this? Right. And he goes, yeah, Mirage has some. It's called the. Oh. I don't know, Bungee. Oh, cool. So that called. just means it makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. hate when you ball up, you know, and you bring your knees up and your leg pads slide down. Right. You know, and that ain't and, but you, and you didn't like the bungee between the two. That doesn't all that does is keep them together. They just slide down together. But if you go into like 
right? <laughs> no, does it? No, my, no, it keeps it from sliding for me. But that is funny. It does keep me it together. Again, it, it depends on how you're built and how your rig fits, too. You right. Know? But yeah. I've seen, I mean, we've yeah. all seen somebody fish their yeah. their legs drop back yeah. up. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Yeah. So he's, he's designed from the back of his rig. I guess Mirage has it for the center. It goes out like a triangle to his leg straps, and it holds him in place no matter what. Yeah, it makes yeah, sense holds him from sliding down. Yeah. yeah, and you were calling out the plane the other day, and I was like, God, that mate, I get what he's saying now. Because yeah. on the ground in the pack floor, I was like, that's weird. That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, this dude's a badass, but that looks weird, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but it keeps him up. You were around when swooping began. Yeah, or were people I was already over, hooking I, it? Well, people were doing hook turns, and... People were swooping and all that, but I was—I guess I was around when the swoop competition started. Okay, when it got like organized. When they started having competitions. What was your first cross brace? Uh, FX Icarus. Yeah. FX. Yeah. I had one too. I had the eighty-four. Yeah, I started on a, I started on a one hundred four, and it was it just open brutal. Okay. And, you, and it pulled out real hard of you know, so you still had to hammer it pretty low. Right. And it just hurt opening. I remember it falling like a set of keys at the end of the flare. Like it was, I didn't have any glide. I remember being able to carve it. It was really like stiff. Like yeah. you could really move it. I don't remember the openings very well. I remember being horrible. Then I jumped a, a I jumped somebody's velo, and so, I was immediately like, "Oh, yeah, done. sign yeah. me up." Yeah, just the opening. Did you ever jump a chaos? Yeah, I jumped. I ju I went when I got back in the sport in two thousand six. I started back on a velo borrowed some well I, I, worked, I did a few jumps before that on other stuff so i did a velo and it cut away because you know the searching and it spun yeah. up and so then i jumped my buddy's chaos and it, i loved it openings are super it's, awesome yep second to none so i had know. i had a chaos until i got my valkyrie so i had a chaos oh. for probably i did, probably did 1500 so yeah, you said that Jumps orange. On. It was the orange chaos. I still have it. It was the orange chaos it's for right? sale. What size is it? Eighty-two. There's only four hundred jumps on it, and I have a brand new line set that I had installed on it. So wow. it once it hit me up, well, I know, it's it super cheap, three hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, dude. I might use that for ground launching. Dude, That's too small, though. It's a little small for ground launching. It's awesome for a camera. I mean, dude, the, the openings. I'll take it to DZ. Somebody will take it. Somebody will scoop it up at yeah, DZ. Yeah, yeah. One of those guys. Yeah. That's dope. And then you got the Valk Valk. He's a Valkyrie Valk guy. I just got a hybrid. So what did you do with the other Valk? You want it? Yes. It's for sale. How much? Haul at me. Just right. haul on the other show. Right. Yes. What size is this? 90? 79. Oh, God. What do you weigh? Buck 80. Yeah, me too. 79? Yeah. Okay. We're talking about the square inches of the parachute, you guys. I started out on a 280-square-foot parachute. Now we're talking about 79 feet. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was like, I'm never going to go underneath 120. I, I remember I said the same thing about 150. I had to write it on the board. I said, I'm not going to, until I have a thousand skydives, I will not go below 150. Yeah. My boss was like, bullshit. Yeah, but this was when nobody did, you know, like right. stilettos, you know, to go was down. Stiletto only, 120 or a Sabre 120? I just stiletto 120. Woo. Until then the cross braces came out. Right. And when the cross braces, people were like, oh, he's got a, you know, he's a little one. You're like, what the? Right. And then then you realize, okay, I can go smaller. I mean, you had to, to fit in your rig. Right. So um, what, what, what Valk did you start on? 84. I the bought 80. an 84 because uh -huh. I was jumping a, yeah. So I was jumping a 90 
like a 90 velo is a good size for me. Right, okay. You know? right. Especially in, you know, if you jump in Paris or Eloy, you know, where it's just, it's hotter, you come in hotter. You know? Right. Here I could probably do 84, but. So I jump in a 90 velo, and I figured, oh, I'll go down to 84 Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. And then it just, it, was, it doesn't die. You get, then I got to jump to 79 and just dove that right. So what's your, hi right. your hybrid is 79? To 75. To 75. As, what's that about the hybrids? You can't leave them packed. I, I should, I don't know. Yeah, you can't leave them packed. For how long? More than 24 hours. Get out of here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, we were talking about the DZ yesterday. Um, Are you sure it's not full sale? Even hybrid? I, I heard hybrid. That's, that's good because I don't like packing. Neither do I. When I, I, I always come and pack when I get the drop. Fresh down. pack job. Uh, me too. No, I like doing just to warm up. Yeah, well, I like my old ass needs to get down. Well, to scratch. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I like having a fresh pack job. I don't know what I did last weekend, especially as I'm reaching for the beer cooler and I'm trying to pack my parachute. I don't want to jump that. I just like I like getting there and packing. People make fun of me, but I just you know. Yeah. And when I'm done on the weekends, I'm done, man. I'm not packing that last thing. I'm, I stuff it in my jumpsuit and zip it up. Called a beer pack. It protects your lines. It protects your canopy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Beer pack, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, have you se you've seen? Uh, I've had this conversation on the show a few times. I'm gonna, probably going to end it here because I'm going to buy that Valk from you. Um, uh, Commander's Leia, Keith Leia. That is a pretty parachute. Yeah. It flies weird. Did you jump it? Nah, I've seen it. I just what do you mean? The way the way you think it flies? Weird? It has a different kind of glide, man. It looks different the way it flies. I know it's shaped funny, like with that rounded nose on it. Yeah. It looks cool, man. I don't know how to explain it. It looks like a different beast. You mean the colors or just the shape? The way it flies. Oh. The way it flies. You never, never see, jumped you guys Because you guys are always coming in right before him, so you never really get to see him swoop, I don't think. I see him, yeah, before. I, yeah, yeah, I don't get to see him Yeah, swoop you guys much. are like getting down. You're all coming down together, and yeah, you and Tom yeah. are always down first. Yeah. So you probably don't see him come in too much. Yeah, I, it just looks dope. But I'm going to go with the Valks. So from the, from the Velo to the Valk, what is it? What, what changes? A lot, really. Well, the well, first of all, the openings. You know, you, the openings are a little faster, but they're almost they're just more consistently on heading. You don't get that surging, so that's huge. You that know, is huge. Yeah, that yeah. Because if you get, you know, I mean, they're all different. Some of them people have great luck with. Some people are get really good at, you know, fighting that surging. I um, spinning. I but, lock my knees and my my below opens fine. As long yeah. as I'm not swinging in the harness, yeah. it opens fine. I believe that's probably 80% of people having crazy openings. They're not cognizant of their legs. They dump and their feet do whatever. So they're putting input, input, input and it yeah. just spins. You see it on AFF students when they dump. Their legs swing like this and a perfectly good parachute just spins right up. Yeah. Right? It's all in that I believe. So I just lock my knees and make sure my hips don't move. My, my velo Pretty much on point. I can get yeah. the rears if I have to, but yeah. Sometimes you see what people over input into, man. Yeah. They reach up, start overcorrecting, you start like, yanking those shit. Horses so. can turn that way, dude. <laughs> They're <laughs> like, oh. you're hanging on it. Hang on. So the openings. Oh well, openings that starts it, but then after that, it's just so much more responsive. Like you, you immediately the first time I jumped it, you reach up to grab your your slider, and all of a sudden you go into a turn. It just it. It turns, it's super aggressive. You know I mean? um, is it, it, how's the dive? And it's dive super long. As a, you know, like mm -hmm. a velo wants to come out of a dive, you know, mm -hmm. when 
it just this recovery arc is a little bit faster. It just wants to dive longer, especially when you load it up. When I went down to the seventy nine, it just you know you could yeah you could just keep diving it. Uh, how do you feel? What does swooping feel like to you? Why would you do it? People say, why do you swoop? It's dangerous. Why don't you just land like everybody else? <laughs> why why uh, swoop? Why why take the risk? I don't know. It's thrilling, you know. It's a thrill. It's Dude. fun, you know. You go fast. Fast. Yeah, I like going fast on landings. It's, um, you know, and it, it, yeah, it's added risk. Yeah. But, it, you know, just like anything else you do, if you calculate it properly right you know of course it's controlled closer chaos. you push it further you push it the more dangerous it is you know i probably come out high 75 percent of the time which you is know? fine yeah i'm not a big slingshot on the rear guy that you know that right you miss that you're in trouble yeah yeah you know? yeah so it's i i get a mini slingshot <laughs> you know? right yeah yeah i try to get my glide my recovery arc and the ground to line up kind of close yeah rather than having to dig dig right and feel that power some people love to feel that powerful launch on their rears but yeah but yeah, you go up 15 feet now what you gonna do well no they plane out straight but it's that mm. surge you know and yeah. it's fun that that's another fun part of it but i try to keep it a little higher but, uh, than that, <laughs> 75 have you jumped to 75 i've jumped it at world record oh the, the one that just you just got back yeah from. I, yeah it's great at big brake turns <laughs> <laughs> oh is it well yeah because yeah. you know you sit in brakes you know like i did i was in the wave that broke off at six five and we pull at um five okay and i take that to heart and so i'd be open at right. up there at four or five and and then so i would hang in brakes i mean me and norm ken up at the top chilling and so I would just wait and do big, slow break turns up there. And, mm -hmm. But even still, it was fun. It, you know, I can't wait to get it out and fly it. Yeah, so. And it's magenta. <clears throat> so. Is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Steve just got back from the 2018 Head Down World Record uh, in Chicago yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, he's fresh off the plane. He's tired. I'm going to get you out of here, but we got to talk about this. Yeah, man. let's do it. Huh? 200 of the Vertical Elite. Yeah, 200. How many aircraft? We had nine, uh, six, seven. Yeah, nine aircraft. Nine so aircraft, Skyvan lead? No, a uh, Sherpa. Holds like, it can hold like 55 people. It's huge. A Sherpa? It's called a Sherpa. It's a tail exit plane. Okay. <clears throat> then we had three otters on each side. Okay. And two Skyvans in the trail. And where were you and at? I, I started out in right, right, right trail. It's... It's, it was we were pretty far out there day one. All right, it was, it was a long, it was a long float. So, um, if you can imagine geese flying with the geese in front and the geese coming off in formation, that's how we fly the aircraft for the records. Yeah, and he's but the then there's two so leads here, then they line them up like this, right. and then the two sky vans are back here, right? You know, yeah. behind it. And first day, it was they were really really far. And we had, <laughs> I saw a video from. Uh, ben Ben Roan came over to our house. We were debriefing, and he goes, "You know how you get out? And you can barely see the people." He goes, "You could barely see the plane." So the oh, shirt, geez. and you could. So we played his video, and they were they were so far out that you could barely see that there was. Planes and that's called there. the floats. You get out, and you've got to fly up, 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 
Well, yeah, you're tracking. I mean, you're, yeah. you know, you're you're tracking at it. It's, it's yeah. coming down, and then you got to meet it, and that's a it's a long way to float and a long way to and, and then jump one. They were a little bit closer, but still far. And one of the sky vans all just miscalculated their their approach, and they all like a whole bunch of them buzzed past us. Oh no way! And each other, yeah, it was really it was out of control. What's the hardest slot on the on a record that size? Well, I mean, if everything's full, typically the connector lines are the trickiest slots, but really it's the further out you are, the the, the more distance you got to travel to get in. Well. The further distance you have, plus, it, it, if there's any movement at all, it's amplified the further out, you know? Right. If pod here moves a little bit, out here it moves a lot. So, you know, they're chasing around something that's moving five or six feet, you know? Oh, fuck, yeah. and they're And they're waiting. So if we do, you know, 10, 12, 14 jumps to get a record, they're not docking almost, and some of them, until the very last day. So they never dock, never dock, never dock, finally everything builds in front of them now they, they get that now they have to get, get that shot chance. and it's so that's that's tough where the rest of the people on the inside get the repetition over and over and over and they get the same approach right, and right. they get to dock they get to work it out and then these guys are just waiting, waiting. so that's i think that's the toughest slot okay you know yeah, mentally yeah. it's really a mental game so that's the toughest mental game is waiting and waiting and waiting and then now it's Hey, it's go time. We only have a few jumps to go. You got to do your job now. Right. You haven't had, you haven't done it the whole time because it hasn't worked in front of you. But, but now you builds. have to go, and it's I can't imagine. And my first first world record, I was on the outside, but I docked, and two guys docked on my stinger line. You know, uh -huh. we had these long stinger lines, like with five people and stuff. It was oh wow, it was, it was moving. Well, it was only sixty nine way, and we flew differently then. You know, and it it didn't move as I don't know, man. Was it that was the baggy suit area? Era? It was baggy suit era. It so it was going it a little bit slower, moved. but it still went kind of quick. Okay. You know, it still went faster than it still went. We still tried to make it go fast, right? Because if we even if we had baggy suits, if we flew slow, then it would be going slow for the guys on the outside because it right. just collectively gathers more drag as it gets stretched a little bit right. so it slows and when you're on a record like that you should be a little bit lower than the person you're docking on yeah right yeah so the people in front of you you dock and the idea is you want to relieve make sure to relieve any tension or any pulling or getting drug you know so right. what tendency to have, have happened is people fly a little bit slower now they're pulling on it and, right and they get in dirty air so by being a little bit lower, you know you're relieving tension, and, you know? But, right. But then you'll see people doing tension the other way, and they'll be pulling back and up and down, and then that creates waves. So it's... Waves, yeah. You're trying to get the, you're trying to get the tension off of it by getting down to the spot where you're not pulling or getting drug. Uh, what's the speed this thing falling at? Uh, up, you know Matt. Mm -hmm. Matt had a fly set on. I think he it averaged. It would be around 190 miles an hour. 190 miles an hour. 200 but people on their heads. Yeah, yeah fluctuating yeah. up and down. Yeah, but I the think, average was 190. I, yeah, I think it was in the, 180. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gone. Yeah. Like I didn't wear a suit because 
I'm a little lighter than I was the last one. Like, mm -hmm. And uh, this, then you kind of can't use legs to stabilize yourself at all, you know, right. if you had a suit on. Or, right. So you kind of man you got to manage your drive properly. And how, okay, so you said you were in the first ring to leave or the second ring? I was in the second ring to leave. How many waves are there? Four. Four waves. So the, the formation's so big that the outside leaves at a certain altitude and then the next group leaves. They, yeah. How many landing areas were you guys using? Well, you've been to Sky of Chicago? Yeah. Yeah, one. We just, well, people were spread out because they w couldn't make it. Okay. And then some people couldn't get back across the runway. They'd land out and strip there. Right. Some people would land like by the swoop pond. I, I just know other like belly formations, they'll assign fields to different groups yeah. and waves but yeah okay they just, let you yeah. they let you make what you could and since the main landing area is so ginormous yeah it's huge it it wasn't a problem for everybody to land there and you just and you use your best judgment people weren't like hey i need to land close they went hey i'm gonna land here because i got a clearing and right so you turn your you know your final and go i got the clearest box it's so wide so you could kind of do a bunch of lanes nice it's it a was, perfect place for a record it is the best place for records i love eloy landing area is a little small for a couple hundred people I mean, right and right. then if you land out you know desert's fine but it's again you know dirt and shit. yeah and those bushes like you can't if he goes into a bush out there and you got a thorn in or whatever yeah. i mean it's just it's nice to land on grass so um you're in the plane and you had to you're a floater i was a floater and you're like probably mid outer ring so who's who's what was docked on you another pod yeah, I was a pod. So I was a second pod. Okay. I was a pod behind a connector line. And there's a pod behind me. And then there's a, a three-person pod on that. So that's how the formation was. It was pod, you know, base, uh -huh. and pod, pod, pod. And each pod had five, how many people? Five people in a five pod. Five people per pod, okay. So these are rings of people. These yeah. are, each pod is a ring of people. Yeah. Okay. And then, And then in between the... The pods, we'd put the, what we, I don't know what they called them, stingers or boogers, we called them, right. but they would go in and dock on the sides of the pods. Okay. Yeah. You know, but they would alternate so there wasn't like one guy next, to, you know, they weren't kind of bumping into each other. So we'd right. stagger them. We'd be, if there was one on the inside on the left pod, there'd be one on the outside, left on the right. Well, anyway. And then breakaways. And breakaways were, breakaways were pretty good. I mean, as long as nobody started to do some crazy stuff, we had pretty, pretty, pretty good breakoffs. So, what was the what was the most fun? Which part? Which part is it the exit and you're fucking looking at all these planes and you the know, people it's all, getting in the formation? It's all and fucking break. It's all individual. You know, some people it depends on your slot. Like two hundred canopies all at the same fucking time. Yeah, it breakoffs are super cool. It depends on where you are. You know, right. on a breakoff. You, you know, because ninety people break off on the first wave. And it's uh, so it's it's eight people from each okay. pod. So if you're the in the back of that, you know, and underneath it, now you have to kind of find your hole out there. If you're leading the break off, that's kind of a cool slot. Yeah, because yeah. those guys would just wouldn't even turn around. Right, they would lead on their belly, kind of like a flocking jump, and the other guys right. would turn around and be on their back, right. and then they would fan out. So right, they would right. kind of have a you know, eight-person angle jump at the end of the skydive. Oh, each dive, that's yeah. dope. Because the guy leading is also watching the formation who's behind and, like, getting clear and steering. Yeah, he yeah. steers it for a while until yeah. a certain altitude. You know, it's that way that, you know, they don't start crossing each right. other. Right, right. 
So those guys probably had fun doing that. Yeah. You know, if your approach, you liked your approach. On like jump, on one of the, my last jump I was on, I was coming out of the right trail, right next to the base, and I got out of the plane kind of right on level with it. And that's mm -hmm. for me the the coolest the shit. Yeah, I like, I like kind of driving straight at it. That was my slot last time. I was in the left trail, and I got out kind of on level and just had to drive over to it. It's fun. And then sit and wait for it to build. Yeah, and yeah, just chill, watch it come together. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, it the is. The visuals cool. are just, you know. Yeah. It's um, super dope. What's the atmosphere around the drop zone? Is it like anxious? Is it like hardcore people losing it in the corner? I know people are getting cut left and right. Yeah, I got cut. I got cut this year. You got cut this year? I got cut this year. What the fuck? Yeah. It's, you know, there's there's a lot of, yeah, you're a little tense. You're, you know, there's performance anxiety. Right. You know, you got to worry. Uh, you know, and then your friends are there too. So the same thing's going on with them. So you're kind of like, all right, oh man, my buddy got cut or, you know. Right, so right. It's, it, the vibe varies and it varies how well things are going. And, you know, so there's all that. But it's 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 a mix. Right. But it, it, it it's like anything else, you know, in skydiving because of that mix. There's some mm -hmm. people who are, you know, super serious. Some people are having a ball. Right. Yeah. You know, to yeah. them it's the ball. So other people are like, I got this record. They're a little bit anxious. Other people, you know, it's new too and it's a little nerve wracking. All right. eyes are on you. And <laughs> the journey starts months and months before with all the camps and the tryouts and yeah. the traveling. I mean, people invest 10 grand for these records, right? Like, uh, probably over with traveling and the right. camp. Sometimes people have gone to every one of them. Right. Trying to get on. Trying to get an invite. And then they get there and hotels and cars and registration fees. And That's what's stopping me from chasing it. I think I got the skill. I just don't have all that other shit. <laughs> it, it, take, <laughs> the time. it takes commitment. I don't have the time. Yeah, I can't it commit. Commitment. It's something to do, but they they. It was interesting because we all fill out forms, you know, when we go there. And they, at the beginning, Rook put, Rook put together a little, uh, 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 PowerPoint presentation or something, whatever. And he calculated how much we spent uh -huh. in jump numbers and tunnel time. And it was like $71 million. For that jump to happen. For all of us, right. that's what we've invested in our to energy. get to that point to make I mean, this if, happen. If we actually paid for the tunnel time, because a lot of the tunnel right. times instructor, you know, right, that's, right. But you pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, is. yeah, somebody. Seventy-one. Seventy-one. That's an elite. Seventy-one million dollars. It's an elite to get us. To, that's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, man. And it and it didn't work. It was close. Well, what do you mean by work? Well, okay. We all had record, amazing. We I'm all had. Sure. Here's the thing about these records: is you think about it, there's there's like countless number of moments during that whole week where we're all out there, you know, playing our game, you know, right. trying to make this happen, this, you know, this, and we missed one moment, you know, that right. one moment we missed. But it still is all the other all moments the other, are there. Right. You can't take any of that away from us. Right, right. Like that happened. Yeah. We were all there. We were there with our friends. We had to, you know, struggle through the highs and lows of it. You know what right, I mean? Because right. it is. It's a challenge. And and if, if you don't aim high enough, it's not a much of a challenge. Right, right. So it was a good challenge. And we all went for it. We missed that one moment. But we had all the rest of them. And it was the exact same as all the other records. 
Right. Because we struggle through all of them. Same thing goes on. People get cut. People, you know, have their moment. People, you know, have to get back out there and do it. And so, and then you have that one moment that's different. And so it was the exact same as all the other records, except that one moment. Right. Actually, I don't know. You learn just as much from not having that moment as you do from having it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, so, sounded like it was still magic. So, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was still magical as the other ones. Right. You know, I mean, if we if we all got a million dollars, then yeah, wow. Then that would have been different. But, but yeah, no. That's but we just missed out on that one moment, you know? Right. And I guess for some people, yeah, it makes a difference, you know? Like right. professionals, when they have to go and get sponsors or whatever, that, that resume check, it makes a difference. Yeah, it, it would. It, it, it would. It can. But yeah. for everybody else, it's, you know, they just test, they want to test themselves see what they're made of and there was the test yeah it's not a fail it's not a win it, it, you tested yourself you figure out what you know what that means for you you know but that moment not being there that one split second okay. doesn't change right that much right you know it was amazing it, it was everything you know what i mean they all were so it was cool right on man party's a little different <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it wasn't as exuberant as it could have been. Uh, but I'm sure they still party. Yeah, people, people still party, you know? Yeah. People still have fun, you know what I mean? So yeah, man. It was super cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, so what's next for Steve Downey? Would you prefer Steven? You know, only my mom calls me Steven. Okay, all right. But yeah, I, I, nobody calls me that. I don't know why. I know, you spell it that way. Just yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's my name, but Steve's always been an abbreviation for it. Um I don't know. Leave here and go home, man. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, you guys. <laughs> hey, man. Pleasure. Honor yeah, to have you fun. on. I can't wait to jump with you again. Let's do some yeah, cool shit. Let's can't wait. Yeah, Saturday. Are you going out? Yeah, yeah man. Okay, Let's go right. do some jumping. Let's go do some jumping. Sunrise Thanks, guys. club, dude. I can't get in the sunrise club, son. You guys, what time do you guys get out there? I don't know, wheels up 7.15. Good God, son. It's about to get cold. It's about to get fun. Yeah, let's go! Woo.